Well, welcome everybody to the Beyond the Sermon podcast. I am Pastor Lucas Hillman, and I get to serve as the lead pastor at Grace Christian Fellowship in Largo, Florida. This is a weekly podcast discussing theology, scripture, and ideas in the local church to help you flourish in Christ. Thanks for joining us. This week, we turn back to Luke chapter 24 in the post-resurrection appearance of Jesus on what is often called the road to Emmaus. Now, last week, we talked about the resurrection, uh, that women went to the tomb, saw that it was empty, uh, and went to tell the disciples back in Jerusalem, again, not that far away. But starting in Luke chapter 24, verse 13, and the story takes place in verses 13 through 35, But that says that on the same day, on that very day of the resurrection, uh, two disciples, two of them, were going to a village named Emmaus, and it's about seven miles from Jerusalem. Now, why is that important? Uh, Same day, uh, Jesus um, is able to meet these disciples on the road to Emmaus and walk with them um, quite a way. Seven miles, it'll take you, I think, roughly maybe two, two and a half hours, depending on your speed of walking. Uh, to get somewhere. Now, the point of this is to show that the resurrected Christ um, was able to walk with these gentlemen, these disciples, one named Cleopas and the other goes unnamed. Now, there's many things we could say, and we'll explore this theme in the coming weeks, uh, about what the post-resurrection Jesus tells us about the resurrection itself, what life after death is like. Uh, one of them is that uh, he shows up kind of plainly. Jesus is uh, just a a man. He, in this sense of, he's not recognized. Uh, he's not glowing. He doesn't have an aura. He isn't the, uh, you know, just God of God, King of Kings showing up on a white horse. Um, he's a man, uh, resurrected indeed, Lord of life. Um, but so much so that um, in numerous different post-resurrection appearances, it's as if the people who see him really don't know what to expect. They're just like, that's just another person. And the example of this uh, is verse 15 of Luke 24, where it says, while they were talking and discussing together, the disciples, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But the interesting part is verse 16, and this is where I want to dwell on for at least a moment. Verse 16 will say, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. So, again, we have the idea that Jesus shows up as a normal human, um, but different in in what they may have expected, um, because, again, uh, they don't recognize him. Now, part of that, part of that is because verse 16 says they were kept from recognizing him. Now, I'm not sure exactly what that means, um, except that um, the Lord kept their recognition of him from happening in order to walk with them, talk with them, uh, and teach them. And I think that is one aspect we could draw from this story. Again, I mean, there's many things we could plumb the depths here in Luke 24 in the post-resurrection appearance on the road to Emmaus. But one thing is, is that sometimes God keeps us from recognizing him in the moment. Uh, and, And it's very mysterious in that way. And God working according to his providence may not allow us to see his work 
in the forefront, um, but maybe years later we'll be able to trace his good providence and care. Although we do not understand what God is doing in the present, many of us can say, I can trace God's goodness over the years, although I may not be able to sense it day to day. But the fact remains is that Jesus kept himself from being recognized. In verse 16, it goes so far to say, their eyes were kept from recognizing him. So what does that mean for us, and I think for for people wanting to encounter Jesus? Well, I think it says that there's more to Jesus than just a physical recognition. There's more to Jesus than just information or even experience. Um, That disciples, it says that two disciples um, who were given names knew what Jesus looked like, actually heard him teach, actually knew who he was, and they were troubled by all these things, um, but they didn't recognize him. And for the fact that their eyes were kept from recognizing him in order for Jesus to teach them, uh, to go through the Old Testament and show how he is the fulfillment, once again, of the promises of God and the scriptures. And it's from verse 27, Jesus does the Bible study of going to Moses, going to the prophets, going everywhere else and saying, I, the Messiah, uh, am the fulfillment of all of these. But even then, uh, it's not as if their eyes are opened. Uh, but what happens, and I think there's another contrast here where their eyes are kept from seeing Jesus in verse 16. Then later on, when they're at uh, their home, they make it to Emmaus uh, in verse 30 and 31. It says, And when he was at table with them, he took the bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. So we have this contrast here in in the starting of the story, the account um, of Cleopas and this disciple uh, having their eyes kept, and then Jesus opening their eyes. So again, I just want to point out, we didn't cover this on Sunday. This is why this is called Beyond the Sermon, because this is one fact that didn't make it into the sermon, was that if we are going to recognize Jesus, we need him to open our eyes. Jesus is to be spiritually discerned and understood. Um, there's not. It's not just about cold, hard facts. It's not just about feelings uh, that we have about Jesus, but the reality is Jesus is spiritual, uh, spiritually understood. Um, He's more than just a man. He's God himself, and God needs to reveal himself. Otherwise, we wouldn't know him. I was um, thinking about the idea of eyes to see and ears to hear, and I was recalling Matthew 13 when Jesus actually tells people the purpose of the parables, of why he was teaching in parables and not just uh, facts or logic. Um, And part of it is, and this comes from Matthew 13, and I'll read verses 15 and 16. For the people's heart have grown callous. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. Verse 16, But blessed are your eyes, because they see, and your ears, because they hear. If we are going to truly understand Jesus, 
in this post-resurrection day. I mean, we are living post-resurrection. Jesus is alive, ruling and reigning this moment. If we are going to discern the identity of Jesus, we need eyes to hear. We need Jesus to reveal himself because he is spiritually discerned. And Jesus shows up to us through his word. I mean, we have this account, eyewitness account in Luke, of Jesus' life, his death, and his resurrection. We have accounts of how he continues to work in this world to instill hope in people. We uh, want to see Jesus. If you want to see Jesus, he needs to be discerned spiritually, to have the eyes, you know, the old kind of 90s worship song, the eyes of our heart need to be opened. It's not just about information. It's about transformation, regeneration, a spiritual act of God to open our ears and eyes to understand who he is and to receive him. It's not just an act of human desire alone. John 3 makes it pretty clear in my estimation that that which is born of flesh, meaning our will, our body, our mind, produces flesh. But that which is born of the Spirit will reap from the Spirit, will be able to understand and discern the Spirit. And this all comes from God. And in Luke 24, on the road to Emmaus, their eyes are kept from recognizing him. But then in Jesus' time, in his time, in his way, with his authority, with his blessing, verse 31 says their eyes are opened. They were, they were closed, but now they are opened. And I want us to at least end with this challenge. Do you have eyes to see Jesus? Do you have ears to hear Jesus? If you feel like it's hard to see him or hard to hear him, pray. Pray to Jesus that he would give you eyes to see, ears to hear, and that he would bless and give you eyes to see his glorious gospel, that he has forgiven your sin, that he is alive and has promised to come back, and the resurrection awaits us just as he resurrected. So I hope you understand and I hope you are challenged and blessed by the idea of our eyes being opened by Jesus in his grace. But in so doing, may we just behold Jesus, his beauty, his authority, his kingliness, God in the flesh, crucified and risen for us. What a beautiful story that we get to tell, but it is only discerned spiritually. It is not just a good moral tale, a good myth uh, to tell and kind of make sense of things, but it's a reality. It actually happened, but we only understand and apply that through grace, through Jesus allowing us to just partake in his life, death, and resurrection. So may God give you eyes to see Jesus this day, ears to hear his gospel, and again, just assure you of the hope that lies ahead for all who believe. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Sermon podcast, a ministry of Grace Christian Fellowship in Largo, Florida. You can visit our website and find out more about our church at gracechristian.com. As well, you can follow us on Facebook, and Instagram and YouTube.